welcome 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 we're in april amazing month four april 2021 i am i'm so grateful to be back here again with you guys on soul talks for the fourth month in a row <coughs> excuse me i'm this particular april is super special and I'll tell you why in a moment. But so, first of all, how are you? How have you guys been? I hope many of you were able to listen to um, the Soul Talks with Hadiza. It broke all the records in the one month since we went live with that podcast. It has over a hundred listens, which is kind of like it's a first for us for any podcast. I think at least not this year. Um, and not since we started doing the soul talks with i'm not sure i'll have to check i do not think we've had any that has gone over 100 i might be wrong maybe a he zone but anyway so i think that's um um i think it's just a podcast you really want to catch and you can always do that when you have a moment just scroll down you'll see the soul talks with hadiza aliko muhammad on vulnerability i hope you've been well vaccines are now available i i believe they're they're prioritizing healthcare workers or frontline workers as they're calling them so um register let's register let's go get the vaccines i can't lie me i'm waiting for the one that is just one dose i am standing on faith because i don't want to take that shot twice and i just i just have this thing that you know do we have enough to go around for the second doses but don't mind me this is just my personal thing i'm trusting god for the johnson and johnson one and really i mean i don't want to go on queue forever and ever i just believe that eventually all the lines would um diminish and then we can go and get them done until then the god that has kept us will continue to do what only he can do right but don't say that i said this is what you should do or you do you this is just what i am doing for myself or what i'm thinking for now and i may wake up tomorrow and change my mind so (laughs) let me just say that straight away well anyway welcome to this um soul talks this is a special soul talks because guess what guys this month of april this april 2021 marks my 30th year of working sometime in the first week of april in 1991 i got my first job i started working at my first job so that would make me a a a person who's been working for 30 solid years and then on top of that in my current job this month sees me celebrating 15 years of work i am stunned do you know because i remember looking way back then you know some years ago and i'm like ah, 15 years looked so far away i wasn't sure you know if that was going to be something that we'll get to celebrate because i had never had walked so i had walked in two other places before where i am today and in the first place i'd walked for about seven years and a bit in the second place the same thing about seven years and a bit so altogether in those two places i'd, I'd walked 15 years combined and here I was now in this new job, you know, and all. Uh, and I really didn't uh, 
anyway i'm just grateful to god so please help me take a moment to just say lord thank you for salt thank you for these two milestones she's celebrating lord i thank you all by myself i thank you for keeping me from that time this young naive you know jjc 24 year old just starting out um in lagos at the then commercial bank credit Lyonnais. it eventually became capital bank i think yeah but when i joined it then april 1991 it was commercial bank credit Lyonnais, and i got the job because um it was a role of a, a bilingual secretary a bilingual confidential secretary to the gm then mr roland ribou my very first boss who i till today adore he brought me up so well he 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 began to set the foundation for who i was going to become as a, as a career person as as a working person as a um as somebody working in the corporate world you know sometimes if you start off life with the wrong kind of boss it just messes you up big time but god has always been so gracious to me Monsieur Roland Ribou was my first boss and why I loved working for him was even though he could speak English he refused to speak English to me you know except if somebody else was in the room or in the office and then he would speak English you know as a as a show of respect but for me he always always only spoke French and that helped my spoken French a great deal you know because even though I got a good degree you know studying French from the University of Uyo we had really great profs and all of that but our written French was always better than our spoken French because we rarely spoke it the moment you leave the class you went back to your <laughs> or whatever it was that we spoke back then vernacular or english or whatever so getting my first job and then having to always speak in french really polished up my 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 spoken french and um, even though these days i don't get to speak it often i don't know when i do i can i i i i i can carry my french pretty well i have to say so myself you know and um what it also did for me then was it it helped me to you know tune my accent properly so um yeah I, I i always give him the credit for that and he also was one who gave me all my introduction into excel and powerpoint because i had no clue like no clue can you imagine in this nigeria graduate and i had um, i just finished my master's from ui i had never used a computer i had seen one because when i wanted to do my my, I wanted to type up my, my, my thesis for my master's. I had gone to IITA in Ibadan. And that was where for the first time in my life I was seeing a computer. I was like dazed. Anyway. <laughs> so I get to this job and I had never used a computer before. But he was so patient and gave me room to learn. And then I had the likes of Habiba Balogun. Then she was Habiba Atta when I started working there. But eventually she got married. And I had Gloria, Didi, and Ajirio Newokaye. They were like the, the big, big sisters waiting for me in that office because we all sat in the same office, you know. And um, they kind of like adopted me 
I even remember when I when I went for the interview for this role because I wasn't expecting the phone call for that interview. So I had gotten the phone call and and was like come for the interview and it didn't even it did not occur to me. I have no idea why that I should look at what I was wearing and ask myself, is this what you wear for an interview? I was just so excited. I just grabbed my bag and dashed out the door and I was wearing this bright orange mini skirt and a top equally bright and flowery and patterned and black suede pumps and i had my hair was like all over the place and i went from my uncle's house in ikoi then got on a bus to um and then walked into this um building our office was in the elephant house then and the moment habiba came out and saw me you could see the shock on her face it was like what straight away she dragged me into the bathroom herself and gloria i think they dragged me into the bathroom tucked in my my blouse into my skirt that tried to make it look as decent as they could i still can see it playing in my mind's eyes and they were so nice about it they didn't even wash me up down or what they were not mean to me they were just like this child you know how are we going to help you become presentable and then they combed my hair and everything and then ushered me into the interview with the MD. I still remember his name, Monsieur Hugues Vanier. Oh, was it? Is he Vanier? No, he wasn't the Hugues. He was Charles. No, Charles. Oh, I, f- I forget. Anyway, if Gloria is listening to it, because we had different um, MDs at that time. I think we had Hugues Vanier. Then we had the first one I met there was uh, Monsieur Ch- Charles. Charles something. He was Charles anyway. Then Hugues Vanier, but my boss was Roland Wibu. Anyway, clearly I nailed the interview and um, I got the job. And that began my time so at least for that season of my life uh, I really grew so as a confidential secretary eventually I grew up learned all the admin skills the organizational skills you know became um, uh, more computer literate if you like and a little bit of numeracy also built in because by the time I left that job in May 1990 eight yeah may 1998 because i remember i left the year i turned 30 so i joined at 24 uh, 24 just before i was going to turn 24 because my birthday is in may and i joined in april so i was just about to turn 24 right or 23 i can't remember anyway and then so i left when i was 30 um by the time i left i was not i was like I was still the confidential, I was now the PA to the GM as well as the head of the management information services, kind of like a unit that was in charge of um, playing back information and data on the bank's activities and costs and OPEX and all of that, you know, for, for, for the man, for the GM's meetings with his, um, his um, team leads. So a great learning curve i thoroughly enjoyed that time of my life made many good friends you know um mr shenny aida mr bankole amu you know really good good friends um of course we had also um i've already talked about habiba and gloria and ajuri who we worked together for so long you know i just want to thank any of them that may ever stumble upon this podcast and thank them for helping me through that time of my life um and giving me a, a good foundation to to grow on as i moved on but i think really 
the chief thanks must go to Mr. Roland Lebo, my very first boss. So, mon patron, si tu es là, je te dis vraiment merci, merci bien. Que Dieu te bénisse, toi et ta famille. J'espère que vous tous vous êtes bien et que les, les, vos fils, Alain et Olivier, qui vont bien aussi. Et um, je vous souhaite toute la bonheur que, que vous désirez. Oh, anyway, so that's it. So then I, I, I left um, Commercial Bank Credit Lyonnais. Um, I did a, a, one or two jobs in between, but I, I won't even go into those. But they also helped as well, I think. Um, but um, so I just want to sh- give a shout out to um, Mrs. Sandra Obiago if she ever gets to hear this, as well as to Hamza Atta, because I worked for both of them as well at, at different times, but just short stints. But I mean, I, I'm sure that it, will, it also helped me because I remember with Hamza, I was working for his design company. And um, it was so much fun because um, most of the the business partners that he worked with were like in Italy or Spain or whatever, and it was fun having to make those phone calls, you know. And you're okay, and I used to feel cool saying ciao, ciao, you know, just speaking to these guys in in Italian or in Spanish. I remember not, but I enjoyed that. And I enjoyed the work environment because it was like a design showroom. There was lots of furniture. I had to organize the furniture, and you see people come in to look at things, and it was fun. For the time that it lasted and with with, with um, mrs obiago it was with her company communicating communications for change i think she has something to do with communications that it's incredible that i never even saw the connection till i was saying it now that that was kind of like where my interest i think in comms may have come from i don't know but anyway thanks to them as well then by december 1998 i had moved on to um another job in in IBTC I remember then before I got that job there you know seeing maybe some of their old staff who later became friends you know maybe at shops and everything and you see them with that you know they had this specific logo that they had on the vehicle and I'll just be like yearning that oh one day I wish I could work for this bank because it, it had kind of like a cult status at that time but I never knew you know in a thousand years that it would become my reality but it did and I got in the job um, thanks to I think I think it was actually thanks to Mr. Sheyeda's sister Alero Alero I think well what is somebody gave my CV to somebody who gave it to somebody who gave it to Shola David Bora <laughs> that's how it worked that's why in this life you never know huh? you never know just be nice and be good and things work out for you so I got called to, for this interview to interview for uh for the role of the personal assistant to the ceo the then um uh, atedo peter side and as i went for this interview i know it caused a lot of stress between me and 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 henry because he didn't understand why i would want to go for another pa role when i just spent seven years um doing that but i loved my role i i i I, in in the two roles where i was a pa confidential secretary then PA and then in this new role as a PA the the kind of work that I was doing the tasks I was I I was being given were not kind of things that you know you give to a a typist or a confidential secretary I had serious tasks you know I had serious work to do and it wasn't just about doing standard letters or standard responses or things like that no 
and that was where where i really grew up you know in terms of understanding how a business works understanding how meetings are run understanding how how to be a leader because um i tell peter side i mean you must give him that he breeds leaders you know and everything that he was pouring into the leaders that he was working with i was also a beneficiary of all of that so there's some of the things some of my my principles my work principles my work ethics you know i i i, I pick them up working for anap as we all called him and i would always give him the credit for that in the seven plus years that i worked for him i grew exponentially in terms of my my way of thinking and my way of looking at life and all of that so i thank you anna if you ever get to listen to this i thank you shala david boa um for giving me a chance when you got that cv from whoever gave it to you angela modari oh my gosh oh thank you so much for all the times you stood with me helped me through luande moyo Thank you so much um for being there. Yeah, one day Sadiku, yeah, Miss Tayo Abuaba then she's remarried now. Um thank you so so much Ujuwaleji Ngozi Tabo Cheho. Oh my goodness. Such a great great group of people that I worked with in 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 IBTC eventually when the whole banking consolidation thing happened we became IBTC chartered i was still there then in that process i think i left just as it was morphing into stambic IBTC but one of my my favorite memories i think was when we were moving from our then office at Wesley House on Marina into the IBTC place um in VI that was that was a that was a fun moment seeing actually first of all just being part of seeing that whole building project take off and come and become a, a reality you know i know you have to give strong props to shala david boa because she was in charge of that project so whenever i drive past that building i i really remember her and um give her you no know, give her props I give her props um yeah so that was 15 years of my life and then it became time for a change and you know there's a way you stay somewhere and then you realize that hmm, if you're not careful the, the that thing about diminishing returns will set in where you've done so well you people know you are dependable they know you deliver uh, a particular quality of work but then after a while something called like a sea finish starts to enter it and you realize that if you don't go out then your your rep or whatever or whatever will begin to dip because people no longer see what they can get out of you that is new and then therefore they now begin to to appreciate you less that's my theory of what began to happen to me at IBTC i just thought that um i had had this period where you know i remember then even my boss had nicknamed me the, the rainmaker where you know i i really was at the top of my game i was like i could do no wrong you know at that time because i was always thinking of new ways to do things always just trying to beat him because he has such a quick mind you know i was always trying to figure out a way to just you know surprise him and to do better and be better and that way that's how i grew myself you know and no but after a while you know those kind of people after a while there's nothing you can do again that can surprise them you know so i knew it was time to leave and thankfully again i think he was habiba again cuz actually it was thanks to habiba i got the other job at my first job and it was thanks to habiba that i got my job where I, where i work today she had apparently sent my resume 
years years earlier you know I, I can't remember when so out of the blues because i know i didn't apply out of the blues i just got this invitation to come for an interview and i know that i had not see, i had not applied for a job anywhere anyway so i go for the interview and that was the first time i met uh, mr theodore ifai and mr wale faba oh listen listen wale listen wale wale has passed now but i remember distinctly they were the ones who were um who had to interview me actually there was another set of people interviewing me but i think they were the final set but eventually i got the job i wasn't even sure what job i was interviewing for it eventually turned out to be the head of travels and immigrations and i was in shock i was like how how i thought i was interviewing for an hr role but anyway so i I got the job as head of travels and immigrations and that was a steep learning curve for me because here i was at at most in in my job at ibtc i had one person reporting to me at some point and then i had another colleague uju and we worked together and before uju i think before uju i'd had uchi waje who actually moved into shell before me so it was like she went and cleared the way for me so she was there but I'd not I'd never been a supervisor of teams I'd never had team members and here I was being put in a role where not only was it I going to be a supervisor of team there were like men and women who were not my mates in this team that was where I began to learn how to be a leader that directs people you don't boss people around how to you know bring use interpersonal skills and relationship management to bring the best out of a team who were initially i'm sure quite resistant to this young jack who is this jagala jagala girl that they have brought to come and be the head of our team but i thank god they were good people and because i always went in there trusting god to help me to see that i was just there for us to succeed eventually i won them over and we became a real good family a team that became a family and we we we, we kept smashing our goals taiwo bangoye if you ever listen to this thank you so much um uh, emmanuel akefe bamidele um, was also a member of that team i don't recall his surname right now you know and we worked worked very well together to deliver um the 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 task that we had to deliver so by the time i left that team just like 3 months after because i joined in in i joined in april was april again as this april has a I, can't, I think it was april because 3 months later in july i now now moved me into the substantive hr role that i thought i was interviewing for in the beginning but in the in the three short months that i spent i spent in that team you know i had become like a, a sister to everybody and they were just like my family um i remember we had mike mike i can't remember his surname right now and we had nicolas erigo because with him i'm still friends till today mike eventually left uh, a while ago to go to start his own thing you know these were guys you know men with families you know that were in the team that i was supposed to be supervising but at the end of the day we found our way and um i i i'm really proud of myself for that part of my career because it could have really gone really badly as far as i know you know you never know what's going on behind but as far as i know we, we became a team and um and um it, it, there was there was no nastiness there was no um there were no bad feelings or anything um you know either from their side or from me um 
till I left. And that's why even till today, I thank God for me coming in through that team to go um, to the other teams I worked with because um, the, the, that, that team was in charge of um, it travels and immigrations and passports and all of that and that's why till today if I need any help in those areas I know that if I call on any of those uh, team members because we're like family that they would always try their best to help me out so thank you Taiwo thank you Emmanuel wherever you are Bamidele wherever you are God bless you Nick you know you're my man we were still in touch Mike I don't know where you are now but I hope you're well Eugene Iwalefo I hope you're well as well and um yes whoever is in that team that i've not mentioned your name forgive me but i thank you for the period that you all took me up and um helped me to to deliver um as uh, the head of travels and immigrations back then and then moved into hr and i loved my job in hr i was now finally home you know and i thoroughly enjoyed it my first supervisor in hr was banwo adioshu i remember her name because i think she was also the person who signed my the letter inviting me for the interview or something so i went in there i was reporting into her then uh, uh, the the head of um, the head of hr for snepco at that time was um theodore ifai there was also yemi babade god rest her soul Beth Tuladedeji, um, Inkechi, Uche Onya, Jennifer Olorunshola, Mercy Legbe, Femi, Femi Olayi Wale, IQ Emmanuel Ayira, um, Larry Ogushaki. There was another guy who was also like the head of services, but he eventually left. I don't recall his name right now. But we're all in that team together working. Lendekon Liu even came in. Abiyi Makbra was there, Omas, Amri, you know, a whole big, big team of just HR professionals. I was an HR business partner supporting different teams. I went around, I supported production with Bangwo, supported the finance and supply chain with Femi, supported um, um, logistics um, with Cheesy, Udwanuche. It was a fun, I think I spent, that was 2006 to two, two years I spent as an HR business partner. And then I was moved into remuneration. That was where, that was a serious learning curve. Because uh, remuneration and policy, you know, that means that's like money and policies and this. And I didn't really consider myself to be overly numerate. And, you know, money business is serious business. You're talking about handling people's salaries and their bonuses and, and all. But I had the coolest boss ever. In fact, after Mr. Ribu, um, my second best boss will be this gentleman. Mr. Jibola Ashade, he helped me to grow in that role. He gave me the confidence to do things in that role, gave me confidence in myself in the role, was a safety net for me whenever I bungled because I did bungle. You know, he would always cover up for me, always teach me. And it was just so funny because my kids were always making fun of me because I think at some point they realized, Mommy, how can your boss be younger than you? But that's the truth. He was younger than me. (laughs) But you never know because he was so mature and everything. And he never really showed. That's the beauty. I don't think I've ever had anybody who was 
younger than me and my boss who it was so obvious the person was younger than me uh, there were some really mature people <laughs> around me that time who eventually if i found out that they were younger than me because even bango bango was younger than me she was my boss at some time um jibola was my boss for eight years um okay well no i think for the last two or so years uh, we had a change and then i had rishi before i moved on into ic but anyway long story short i spent eight years in remuneration and then i got my dream job in internal communications and till today i am so grateful to god for the transition from a job that i I thoroughly enjoyed but i also knew that my time was up and i just i need i needed to take my career in my own hands which is kind of like uh, the war chant or war cry from where i work you know everything is in your own hands do not sit and wait for people to do things for you you have to make choices and stand up for yourself and speak for yourself and that is how i got the job i'm in currently i had to thanks to messi allegra i'd always give her credit for this because we were talking one day and she was like, you know what, Bola, you need to go to comms. You know, you're really good at it. Go and have a talk with the GM there. And um, it was not something I would have instinctively done. But because she, she you know, she gave me that, that encouragement. And I also knew that, look, it's, if I perish, let, I, let, let me perish. There's, some, there's, a, there's a place you get to where you just realize that it's better than staying still. You better just do something. So I, I knew that I didn't stand to lose anything. At least, worst case scenario, they would tell me no. So I did, I booked the point appointment with the, the GM. We had a chat, I told him what my desires were and he was like, fine, he's noted it. There's no openings at the moment, but if anything came up, he'll bear me in, he'll keep me in view. And that's exactly what happened. Barely a month after that, I think somebody in the team decided to move on. And boom, because I had had that conversation with him, he kept his promise, he remembered so he said you know hey this guy is going do you want to just come and shadow him and walk while we work out the official bits of you know moving from hr and all of that so for a period of time i was double hatting i was still doing my hr job but i was now taking on some of the tasks of this um person who was leaving and that was also kind of like a a testing a testing a test i guess for them to see if i really was who i said i was on paper and who i had said i was in the discussions we've been having and that that happened in november 2014 and um and here we are today uh here we are today i will be 2014 2021 this is seven years yeah about seven years in this room now it seems odd it seems so long it just went went by like a like that 2015 to 2021 seven years right or six years six years six years wow anyway but all together i have now worked for 15 years in one organization and what a what a brilliant organization i have honestly a great place to work i cannot begin to tell you how i have grown in this place the me who joined that day april 3rd 2006 and the me that is talking to you right now on this podcast 
the growth that has happened in between unbelievable i use this opportunity to say a huge thank you to my employer if you ever listen wherever you are you know who you are you are indeed a great place to work thank you for all the opportunities you've given me to grow to learn to stretch thank you for 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 expanding my horizons opening my eyes exposing me to new ex no to just giving me a, 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 a breath of experiences that i know i could never have um experienced um any other place you you know and um as i round up this podcast now i knew it was going to be long and i knew that only those who are truly invested and um interested will still be listening to this time but as i round up this i'm just really want to express my gratitude to god for keeping me alive and healthy to this day to celebrate these two key milestones and you know in between all of that time as well i've gotten married i've had three children who have grown up now and are also now working i mean imagine that you know one of them is doing his own thing running his own startup my daughter is working um in, out there in, in in the states you know finding her own way and my last born is is just um for three months or so into his a levels just uh in preparation for him to also go off to college and i look and i you know you just you know how you look at yourself and you're like ah oh, lord really is this me is this really me you know me i'm this girl who honestly my greatest ambition was just to marry i just wanted to marry and have children you know but god in spite of myself in spite of how 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 i pegged myself if you like you know in terms of what i thought i wanted he knew what plans he had for me and he step by step by step by step has continued to elevate me and take me higher and in the same time made sure that i always my the giftings he had put inside of me were always uh, being used either at work or you know outside of work my writing my creativity all of that never 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 did he allow that to go uh, become redundant somewhere they've always been a part of my life especially in this my final role i my gift of writing is what i use you know i tell people it's almost like i'm being paid to play you know but don't tell my bosses that i still want my salary thank you very much i'm very grateful for my salary thank you very much and i'm i just dedicate this podcast to my mom to my dad i wish they could be here to celebrate this with me um my dear uncle uncle abie who i used to once after calling my dad my uncle would be the next person i call after a promotion or a bonus or something you guys i miss you so much but i dedicate this podcast to you and of course to you surely my number one before anybody came cheerleader my like you go get them sis as young as you were you always believed in me always looked up to me like i was some shining star and that kept me going so this podcast i dedicate to 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 all four of you and um to you who's listening if you're still here listening at this time then you are must be indeed be a great person or a great friend a great sister and i thank you too for listening to this special podcast of me walking my way through my life as a, a walking girl then 
woman then married woman then mom then now salt thank you for listening god bless you and um see you next time on uh, our salt talks with coming up with a with a, a, a great friend and colleague who's done something i think is special and um i'm happy to be able to bring her on to come and tell us about herself and um what she's done and why she's done it okay well thank you for listening with me i'm i'm probably gonna do like a a, a summarized version of this in a way and that will be the cover um for this post because with whether you listen or you read for myself this is something that i want to have captured in writing because it's a huge deal for me it's a huge deal for me god bless you stay lifted and hold fast to your saltiness toodles Then you gave us the right to your holy name.